welcome to the Starport Rugby Club podcast. Uh, this week, joining us, we have two special guests in a Mr. Joe Churchill and a Mr. Steve Callahan. Hello, gents. How are you, Dave? All right, Dave. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, Joe, obviously, we've spoken to you a bit recently, but Steve, how, how have you been? How has the year started for you? How are you feeling? I'm very well. The year's started before we as it ended, really. Um, just kind of just fed up with it. I mean, I, I work from home as it is, but just just the lack of, as we were speaking before, the lack of interaction and just getting out, going to the pub, going to the club, stuff like this, just just basically being stuck in your house 24-7 is, 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 is great in now. But uh, hopefully we see a light out of it, and and uh, and we won't it won't be much longer in, with with these sort of strict measures. But um, I'm sure to get to the pub will be a big thing. I think she's daft, but <laughs> so I could say see family, all this sort of stuff. But I'd I'd rather go to yeah. the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities sort. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Joe. I mean, I imagine you're just fitting sheep and quite happy as normal really as per yeah not really yeah. much changes covid or, or or not i'll still be fiddling sheep <laughs> so um yeah i'm just cracking on as per <laughs> i suppose i mean as again steve as we were saying what one positive is from what they seem to be saying and kind of the rumor mill that seems to be going around is all vaccines will be done first and second by september mm-hmm. which conveniently coincides with our our next season as it were so hopefully all going well next season should go ahead without disruption and you know there might be the odd law tweak but I, to be honest I, I hope they don't piss about with the laws too much I mean uh, I I know they, they did a few things with the line out when they were suggesting we could go back into to some normal games but it's, it's funny it's funny to allow rooking and scrummaging and then sort of like not mauling it just doesn't make sense to me it's uh i think uh they just need to, to bring the game back as is and 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 let us catch it or 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 you know hopefully we're all vaccinated or most have been vaccinated and the game could just run as normal but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind so much. They brought in that new lineup law, didn't they? Where they um, increased the minimum, num- uh, sorry, the minimum numbers. I wouldn't mind that so much in the sense of the the open space in the backfield and having a slightly more attacking game. Um, equally, I wouldn't mind the, so much the the quicker ball from the breakdown again, creating a, a more interesting attacking game. Um, as you say, you don't really want to be trying to get back into it and get people fit and mentally there and then trying to teach them 50 new laws on top of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard enough when they just change one or two laws, isn't it, really? But it's, uh... yeah. yeah, unfortunately so. Um, so this week, lads, the, the pod, as it were, is uh, all things back row. Um, a position we've all... I'd say attempted to play at some point or another. Um, I wouldn't, you know, have any guess at the, the success rate, really. Um, you know, really, you know, first of all, I want to discuss kind of how we got into uh, becoming back row players. Um, now, I know, Steve, you kind of played at being a back for a little while and then suddenly realised you could do a bit less running in the forwards. It's warmer. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, We'll start with you, Joe. What, what what got you into the back row, and kind of what what was it that kind of 
lured you to the position, really? Um, well, it was more... I didn't really have much of a choice um, when I started playing rugby. I was um, I was eleven and went to uh, went to kid uh, kiddie to play in the juniors. And um, me and and Chris Cook went together and, and Sam Townsend and they took one look at me and Cookie and stuck him at eight and me at at blindside flanker and that was it then and it's just stuck ever since. Um, I'd watched a bit of rugby up to that point. I, I kind of knew what I was doing, but I had I'd never I'd never never played it to to that point, and um, it, it just stuck since then. I, I think it was more to do with um, the size we were then. Um, I'm not yeah. I'm not overly massive now, but back you know when I was 11 year, years old, I was a bit bigger. Uh, Cookie himself had been through puberty about a dozen times before everybody else he was at, he was the same size as he is now as an 11 year old did he have the beard Stuck as well yeah he had the beard he had the long hair he looked like sebastian Chabot, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty terrifying but um there was um there was a couple of tall lanky lads that went straight into second row rather than us and they just stuck us out stuck us out there and taught us how to play from there and that, that was it really it was just um situational circumstance i suppose for me I have to say, I wasn't um, too dissimilar myself, really, in respect to started probably about the same sort of age, 10, 11-ish. Um, my, my teacher at school kept asking to go play for the local club, uh, went down. And as you say, it, it kind of anybody over a certain height was naturally straight into the second row. Um, anyone that wasn't kind of fat and slow was naturally straight into the backs. Um and it was a case of, right, well, you're playing back row. You, you can play eight. Um, and I remember going to my first game. And, you know, I mean, some will say this never changed. But I just didn't have a bloody clue what I was doing, <laughs> what was expected, what was wanted. And I remember in the warm-up turning to uh, to my mate on the flank and said, you know, so what, 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 do, you, what do you want me to do today? Then? And he literally said, just pick up and run. Just do that and I'll be good enough. And I was just like, all right, OK. And uh, I, like, I like to think that philosophy stuck with me, really. Um but uh, Steve, again, I mean, I remember having a conversation with you um, when I was head coach at Stower, and you come over one day and said, "Look, I want to have a go on the back row." Um, but did you have any kind of um, opportunities or interests pre that conversation, or was it something that you felt leading into that season? Um, I mean, I, I only started playing the game what uh, when I was when I was twenty four, twenty five, uh, and Actually, training, um, we only ever really got forwards training. You'd have a couple of backs and, and it was getting a bit tedious. You know, you, you even like on the weekends come the games, you'd run through all your backs moves then. And, uh, and it, you know, I, I think I was getting pissed off with it being a shower of shit all the time. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it clicked and everything and... and but it's um, you know there were times where you could just you'd be playing games and you'd just be stood there waiting and it'd be freezing cold um, and I know I know I know we always say in the forwards we've always we always get pissed off when we we get a line out get a good position or do something special you know win a penalty off a scrum or something and then the uh, from the what shooting like line out or but. The backs bugger it up in the backs move, and we have to have another scrum and all that. But when you're out in the backs, 
the forwards bugger it up a lot as well. You know, they they they're getting in the way. They knock on. Um, in, in some respects as well, the back row is a little bit less demanding on on with technicality. Okay, the you still have to know your lineouts and your scrummaging, and you have some technique to that. But you're not having to run and learn moves. Your hands can be a bit worse. Um, but yeah, I, I think it just. I was fed up of, of just playing the game and not being involved and uh, the, the forwards. And I didn't want to play in the front row, which I've, I've done now. And the second row, I wasn't that bothered about. But So, just having to go in the back row. Yeah. Did you, um, and again, I, I suppose I don't really um, mean this to sound probably as lazy as it comes across, but I always felt with the back row, you could kind of be involved in the game really as much as you wanted to be, you know, and in, in that respect, I mean, you know, you can go looking for the ball and try and carry the ball every opportunity you want. Um, and equally, you know, a lot like y- yourselves, um, more so than me, you can be very defensive minded and be looking for that hit every five seconds. But then equally, you can kind of pigeon your, pigeonhole yourself into one, you know, defence or attack mm. side of things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is that something you sounds found or was it just a simply, you thought, you know what, I fancy a bit of everything? Well, I'm, I'm more of a defensive player, naturally. Um, and um, I don't know what Steve thinks, but like playing alongside Steve, I found him a better attacking player. Well, he's definitely a better attacking player than me. So yeah. sort of when you sort of play with um, a back row and you play with them for a while and you get to know them, you do kind of slot into a role, which does make yeah. it easier. So, you know, if I could make sure I'm getting to as many rucks as I can, then someone like Steve or whoever else it is now can make sure that they're maybe in that channel to receive a ball off the the turn or the you know in a pod or something off the inside centre yeah. and and yeah. can and can do some um, do some damage hitting the gain line, which is something that I you know I don't I don't break don't break ground like that, but that just comes with playing with people, doesn't it? I suppose and, and, and learning what their strengths are. Not saying that like yourself or Steve or anything don't hit rucks or anything, but I'm just you know. If you did have to pigeonhole it, well, you don't. No, know no, that, no, Dave. Sure. no, 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 no. But uh, actually, to be fair, funnily enough, you say that. I mean, you you both know it, so you know there's no blushing involved. But I've said many a time, both of you guys are the best back row players I've ever played with. Um, personally, for the fact that you you brought the the best out of my game, but equally, as you've said, Joe, in a sense of. You know, I, I knew what you guys were going to bring. You know, I knew, Joe, that you were going to kind of be, you know, I don't mean this in a, in a disrespectful way, but a bit of a headless chicken in the sense of... Oh, so disrespectful. Every, every, no, 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 but you were going to be everywhere and anywhere. You know what I mean? You were just going to run non-stop. That, that engine didn't kind of dip at any point. I knew Steve was a, such a great all-round player that he was going to hit as hard as he, as he tackled as, as much as when he attacked, you know, when he carried the ball. So, to, you know... I could just concentrate on my attacking play. And I, I, I didn't kind of, not so much I had neglected my defensive side of things, but I didn't have to worry about it as such because I knew there was two other guys that were just knocking down trees every five seconds. Yeah. Um, so it, it, there is something to the, the familiarity of the guys around you. And as you say, getting to know the guys that you're playing with. But, you know, how, I mean, how do you find it, Steve? Do you find that there's a, a pigeonhole to your game or is it, do you, do you naturally know you're that all round and you can kind of do what I, you need? I, well, no, I, I don't think anybody... It's, it's very hard to be truly that well-rounded. I think if you become 
jack of all trades. Um, you tend to, you don't tend to influence much. Uh, I think you tend to focus on what you can do well. Um, and I've always had a bit of size to me, I guess. So ball carrying's always been. Um, honestly, it, it comes easy, but I've never been bothered about crashing into people, even if I get smashed. Uh, which sort of tends to fit fit into that sort of six eight mould, but he's actually also very similar to inside centre. Um, you know, was sometimes you just expect it to to stick it up your shirt and 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 and, and hit the contact. Um, and in fact, as, as you were both saying that, I, I was just thinking because because Kilner is very good at it as as a twelve. He was he sort of he's almost like a seven as a twelve, but slightly more attack minded. So I think I think I think yeah. the back row um maybe the exception is eight in the fact that, that, that there's a significance um with the scrummaging with eight. Um but I tend to find the back row and the centres now tend to become a little bit interchangeable. Uh, you know, we, we, we the game's lost a bit of its uh I'm not saying it, it doesn't benefit from it. You know, a really shit, hot, very quick number seven who gets around everywhere um, and, and is a nuisance. You tend to get a lot more sort of everyone's more geared like a six and eight. The defences are a bit better, I guess. But um, I, I tend to find that, you know, the back row is is a bit... It, it is a nice rounded position. Um, and I, but I don't think you can shirk... I mean, I think you've got to do your fair share. Everybody has to do their fair share of carrying, rooking, and tackling, and and I think that that that's that's the true balance now. And I think it's become more more uh, more prevalent for you know your you, you, you tight five to be more involved in that sort of stuff now as well. I mean, props are expected to be better ball carriers, and and, and it, the game game's changed a bit, a little bit, I think. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, without kind of putting you both on the spot sort of thing, um, what would you say was the, the the best quality you brought to your position? You know, if you not necessarily... Um, I'm pretty stroppy. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I mean... Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very but no, you know, was there one aspect of your games you thought, you know what? You know, I mean, we've said about obviously Joe naturally defensively steered quite all round, but was there a singular aspect of your game you thought, do you know what, I'm good at this, this suits my role, this is something, you know, that I'm naturally strong at, you know, be it other gackling, tackling, you know, a particular ball carrying, fending, whatever it might be, was there something you thought, do you know what, this is my bread and butter? Well, um, uh, maybe not so much now. Uh, especially after COVID and stuff, and getting older now, over thirty now. But especially when I was when I was uh, when I was uh, a bit younger, I would I pride myself more on my fitness than anything, which is which is the reason why I could run around constantly. But like I would, it would just uh, you know if it was in the 80th minute, I would be like running at an angle to make a tackle, you know, on a winger or something. And um, I used to pride myself on being able to put as much in. The, the you know the 80th minute as I could in the first minute um and you know that's just making up for just poor rugby skills really I suppose I try and hide it just by running around like a lunatic all the time um but that was one thing I also used to um like I said being more defensive minded 
I wasn't so much like smashing people back all the time, you know, and hits and stuff, but um, hitting those rucks, counter rucking, I love rucking. Absolutely love it, rucking and balling and stuff. And I used to, I just absolutely love it when you, when you hit that, you hit that lads just, just that tad too high, in the, uh, in the ruck, and you can see it, and you can charge in there and get underneath him and just send him flying. It's, um, I'm just, that's I, a wonderful feeling as a back row. I'm player. just all I can think of now is you throwing that tackle in against Greyhounds on that guy who was like six foot five, and you caught him. You stood up right, and you caught him around the neck. Still, it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you say um, get, you, like I said, I, get I, it under somebody <laughs> and almost took this guy's head yeah. off. You fucking... Yeah, yeah. That's that's recent though. Like you know, I'd hit thirty yeah. at that point, so I was getting a bit slower. And uh, I don't know how I managed to do that because he was he was about he was he was so tall. I had to, I must have gotten a step ladder to it in my life. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> And that was and I, I, oh, that wasn't a yellow card. Was even, <laughs> I was already walking off. <laughs> anyway, oh dear, oh dear. Well, um, I got I got pretty good at. We'd have like a scrum on their five meter, and the, the the pack would you know the front five would be dominant. And I got pretty good at knocking the ball on over the try line. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, you know, I think we've even got it on video. There's on YouTube. There's some a game against Tembury. And uh, I tried something fancy. It was Will Baylon was playing, and he he did something. He wanted to pass off the base, and I threw it about four yards forward. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. Because, because I've always I've always thought I can I can carry pretty hard into contact. But then there's 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 games. I, I don't know if if you two get it when you, sometimes whatever you think your best attribute is, you just can't. You can't do it. I, I, it's a weird one. Your legs go to rubber or, or, or whatever. So um, I don't know. I, it's a tough one. I, 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 I think I, I've always been committed to it. Whenever I've played, I've been committed to it. But uh, my body just doesn't doesn't carry the same will as we all have. We all have bad. Yeah, days. but <laughs> I, bad I think days. I yeah, think that's that, it. I've just been committed and and. It's like um, turning up on a Saturday, um, and not not so much after I've finished captain, but I always made sure you know didn't drink the night before, ate properly in the morning, ready, and I'd turn up ready ready to play and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then you sort of, uh, and I, I just I, I I always had that sort of I was already switched on, and I think that's what I, I, I could bring to it. I mean. Some people you need to shout and scream at them to get them switched on. Uh, some yeah. people you shout and scream at them and they have a strop back at you, um, and they don't get switched on. And then you need somebody to to, to massage their ego for ten minutes, um, tell them how wonderful they are. It's 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 about. But I, I think I I always turned up committed and switched on. Whether whether that actually became a performance is another matter. But um, I think that definitely helps as. Um straying back to some of the other parts when we're talking about captaincy and stuff. But having a player like that makes being a captain easier because it's one less, like you say, you do have to worry about people and that's one less person to worry about. So having, having a player that comes already switched on, ready for the game, you don't even have to think about him. You know that whatever happens at the end of the game, that, that lad's going to put in 100% anyway is, is massively beneficial anyway, isn't it? So For sure, for sure. And you, you say about um, not being able to do what what you what you kind of body and mentally yeah. want to do, Steve. I remember getting away at Whittington, and I got reasonably good for that one season of being able to find a gap 
and actually <laughs> my legs still ran then when I wanted them to. And I remember, oh God, about three or four times that game, I broke through decent gap. And as I'm going for the offload, I don't know if you remember the yeah, yeah. who played in the Spain, oh, Coleman. Yeah. I, must have, I must have thrown it. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of must have. I must have thrown <laughs> him about four forward passes that game. Every offload I tried to do just did not go anywhere near him. And I remember the last one, he just he didn't even bother catching it. He just stopped and just looked at me. I'm surprised he didn't spark you out because he was quite an aggressive <laughs> yeah, player, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he was. Hey, yeah, he lost it pretty sharp. But um, but no, he's talking about the the assets. As you say, you know, as you alluded to earlier, Joe, I, I will quite happily admit I, I don't I don't kind of cover myself in any glory in a ruck. I forgot the best. In I forgot. I'm re- I'm really easy to lift in the line out as well. That's always been a very oh, yeah. very very <laughs> very firm. Oh yeah, bag of sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bag of sugar. <laughs> but, um, no, I got quite good at Jacqueline. I used to love... When you had that one bit where... Normally, one of you two guys, to be fair, would make a good tackle. And I was just able to just come in, Jackal, cheers for the ball, thanks. I pop it off to John just to start us off again. And that was lovely. Um, but, as you know, as Joe alludes to, when you get to 30 and you get a bit older, a bit slower and a bit fatter, you don't get to... 30 is definitely the cut-off point, <laughs> I feel. Yeah. It is. It is maybe twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. But um, going back to what Steve said about that number eight, I mean, we've all we've all played number eight now. But is there anything more terrifying as when the scrum is charging forward and that ball is bouncing around mm-hmm. at your feet and you see the five meter line appear, <laughs> and then all, all that all that goes through your head oh, though man. is is that the pressure is immense. That's what I found at number eight. I much prefer playing six or seven because like. It's just instantly you're instantly expected to score. You just you just are, and you feel it in your head, and the, and then your hands start shaking. That's when your legs start going, yeah. and that's when you fucking drop it. <laughs> See, I I used to have to tell myself that the hard bit was actually keeping it at your feet, getting it to the line. You know, you see, I used to go full Zidane and try and you know kick the ball, do the kick up so you can go along. Really, really hard keeping it in if you're going forward. Yeah, and you should just be flopping on it. But equally, you know, like Steve said, the amount of times I knocked it on, and I, I remember we talked about one on one of the last few pods, Jay. And I remember uh, when we said about that scrum from the halfway in, and I remember knocking it on, looking up, <laughs> and there was just you looking at me laughing, Steve. And I just thought, yeah, he knows the pain. He's been there. You just got to scream at Rory to take it, even if you are on that line. To, to, to be honest, if, yeah. you, if you're really unlucky, it, and yeah. Rory's a bastard for it. The number nine, it's a funny thing. I, d- I don't really know where the number nine can stand on the scrum anymore. I know it's meant to be, yeah. uh, they can't get in front of the ball, but I mean, that's a crock of shit. Rory's all over everyone like when he's there. And if you get a good nine, as soon as you get near the line, they're trying to get their foot in there to knock that ball out. And yeah. the, the refs, uh, I mean, they're only volunteering for the game. Not all of them are going to notice that. You know, it's... it's uh, Especially yeah. if God, the ref is like a former scrum half as well. They're probably going to think it's quite funny. Um, <laughs> so it, 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 it's it, it's awkward. And, and I mean, you also, you, you, the, the rugby ball is a, is a bastard anyway. I mean, anybody who lets it bounce in front of them knows that, you know, it's, uh, uh, you, you can't, you can't, you can't do anything about that. And, it, and it, it's worse when, I mean, for me, when the ball, the hooker doesn't strike it, or he strikes it well enough, but it goes off somewhere else. And and there'll be yeah. times where you're just there and you've got your head in the scrum and the ball's flown out the side somewhere and you've not even noticed it. And and 
it can it can be just just generally that that back trying trying to get that ball um, where you want it. And I mean, it's worse when it's, it's you know stuck in the second row's legs and and yeah. yeah. Oh mate, it's, it's when they get a good connection and it comes flying straight yeah. to the back, missing yeah. everyone's legs, and you've gone from a second of setting and composing yourself yeah. to instant panic. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Don't let it go out. Uh, that oh, I used to hate that one where it just flies straight to your feet. Like, it's it's also those ones where the scrums just. Going backwards, and you've got to try and get your hands in to grab that ball in amongst the uh, in amongst the second row's feet, and you know you oh, know it's man. going to hurt. You know it's going to hurt, but you just you just have to, and you know it's going to take that little bit longer. So you you know if and if the scrum's going backwards, they normally seem to have good back row players that you just know you're going to get absolutely pinged in the kidneys one side yeah. or another as well. So you know stuff eight. We should all play. We should all oh, play yeah. six you- or seven. <laughs> You were saying about nines as well, Steve. I mean, I think I'm right in thinking we've all played uh, with yeah. Johnners at nine. I'm sure we have, or we must have. And he, I used to find him fantastic at nine because I, I used to be able to go to him before a scrum. If that nine gets mm-hmm. anywhere near me, you've not done your job. And he'd be like, yeah, all right. And the amount of times, he, he'd just give you that extra, you know, two seconds where he just deliberately stands up. And he gets smashed by the seven. Or, you know, he'd, he'd be yeah. fucking... <laughs> Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. But you get them two seconds of which you could, you could do something. Um, you know, again, as you say, usually you get smashed by the way there, but, um, and he's not there for the offload. But, um, but no, he used to be fantastic for that. I'll give him his you. He did used to buy you some time there with their nine. Um, is there anyone that you guys have either played with or, or kind of seen play uh, on the back row? It might not necessarily have been a back row player. They might be slotting in for the day, or equally, you know, they could have played back row all their life. That you thought, you know what? My God, they're good. Um, and you know, one that always sticks out for me. And Joe, you probably wouldn't have seen it, but Steve, you definitely would. Um, when do you remember Steve? When Toby? Yeah, Lee Toby was always solid. He was and he was a fantastic player anyway, but he was just, I'd never, you know, when he back to the back of the road, I didn't expect him. I mean, I, I, I know Joe will have seen him, um, but Cookie was very good. Um, yeah. Just legs made of rubber. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Cookie was very good. Andy Hubbold was very good. I mean, roadkill. Uh, Jack Connolly, um, who I don't think either of you would remember. Jack uh, sadly passed away, I think, a couple of years ago. They they were Ad Whiteham was always decent. Um, so you know they, they, there was always very yeah. always had very good options there. I mean, uh, yeah. Do you remember American yeah. Sands? You're about um. Chris Cavanaghi when yeah. he came and played about oh, two, Kavana- yeah. two games. Yeah. He, he was he was useful because he he was quick and annoying. I mean, what I would say was a proper seven or you know using new that new molder seven. Yeah, the the out and out sort of. Um, just we've we've been fairly fat boy. I mean, fat boy doesn't get enough credit. I mean, fat boy was excellent. Um, it just just. Generally, we back row is, is a position we've never never suffered in. Um, 
we've been blessed actually as a club with back with, with very good back row players. I feel. I, I I just think that sort of it's quite. Mm. I don't know. We 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 could say we we've we've played there. It is it is quite a nice um, position if someone doesn't really know what they're doing. You say to somebody, you're on the back row, just, just chase the ball. Um, and they, 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 you can still do that a bit. Um, so, you know. It's, 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 it is, it's that sort of position that you can, as long as you feel like the player is safe enough, you can stick somebody relatively new in, in, into the back row. Um, you, you know, you can kind of hide a player there. But, like, on, on the other side as well, and flip, flip side to that, yeah. uh, like... Uh, you know, you come across them, but a very, very, a very good. Like when you, like when you play Fido in fucking nightmare. Like when you play Fido there, you know, it just. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's a win. That's that's an automatic W. That yeah. is. Um, you know what you're gonna get. But, yeah, the, the mad dog. <laughs> but, I mean, I I I started. So when I when I went when they when I was told they were like, yeah, you're gonna be playing. Yeah, you're gonna be playing. Yeah, I was told blindside as well. They had the open side. I was blindside. Cookie was eight. This was at Kiddy, and I went and I was I started watching um, a lot more um, games and stuff, and I, I sort of I watched a lot of um, George Smith. Yeah. Um, and George Smith, I, it's still mm-hmm. to this day, I think is was just absolutely phenomenal. I just think he was um, in his heyday as well, especially when he, you know the Brumbies. I thought he was absolutely fantastic, and he was he was one of those players that. Um, I definitely, I definitely not like that now. But I, I'd never, I'd like to think I wasn't a particularly dirty player. But like um, Smith was always that sort of player that he, he wasn't. A, there's a lot of dirty flankers, especially when you look at some players like like um, Richard Hill and that. There, or Neil, um, well Richard especially. There were some quite dirty players about, wasn't there, back in like the early two thousands. Well, you, you, I always thought George Smith was very good at, at playing a very fair game. But it was just, uh, and I, also he was. Um, uh, like a ruck specialist, wasn't he? I like, mean, like the breakdown, he was absolutely phenomenal. Scott Berger springs to mind, a brilliant player, but absolutely filthy, oh, yeah. and Juan Smith and all that. Yeah, I definitely. mean, I mean, the, those Southern Hemisphere back rows, George Smith, uh, Rocky Elsom, Phil War, uh, McCaw, Jerry Collins, Kieran Reid, more recently, um, you know. Yeah, oh, Jackie's yeah. burger, yeah. the old back row. And then you had you had um, defensive I mean, animal. Even even coming forward, now you look at the uh, was it uh, Peter Steph de Twat or the de Toit or whatever his name is de Twat. It's definitely yeah. de Twat. Um, I mean, he, he, <laughs> I, I actually I, I think, and uh, this is probably controversial. I mean, I, I think England still don't really understand the back row. I, I mean, they've. They've got excellent players in like Curry and Underhill. I don't think either of them are particularly good ball carriers. Uh, very good. They're athletes. very good athletes. Uh, mm. Well, I don't know. I I, I think Curry is. See, see. I mean, I think that when you look at um, Scotland with Watson and um, uh, Jamie Jamie Ritchie, they they're very good. Um, uh, I know they're probably not as good now, but. Uh, Wales, you've got Tipperick, Navidi, um, the, the, uh, Falatau. The, the, there's more, there's more balance to their back rows than England. And I, I mean, Curry, Curry is 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 a, is a great player. Um, I mean, 
the French would probably argue that some of their back row players were up there, and the Irish of uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't find there's any balance to it. Um, I also find it a bit strange that sort of uh, people like say, um, what's his name, Vunapola gets selected at eight. Ahead of people, maybe now like Nathan Hughes, uh, Don Brandt, Zach Mercer, um, just because they're playing in a very competitive league. Uh, and I, I, but I, I think that goes to the balance of it because he's always been the ball carrier to two, six and a half or two, whatever whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, and I think England have, England have always had that. Maybe it's an identity issue in general. Bulk size, they've got a massive pack, um, but they 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 they're always athletic. Um, or, you know, it, 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 some of it has to come from skill as well. But I, I mean, I, I know you're going about Curry, but people like Martin Williams for Wales was a brilliant seven, um, and probably at a time him, Serge Betson, maybe oh, yes. Thierry Dussetois. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. you know, they were the only ones that could really compete. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Compete with the likes of a Jamie Heaslip in Ireland and, and, and things like that. Compete with uh, the Southern Hemisphere back roads, but they were always on their own sort of thing. I mean, Ryan Jones went up to much with Wales and, and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. Jonathan Thomas, you know, they they were they were okay. They were athlete athletic players like England. It's it is it's like. Like Curry and um, Underhill and that, I, I I admire them. I do think I do think they're fantastic at what they do. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. What they bring, but 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 it's like you say, they are two. You could you, you can argue they're two very similar players, and sometimes um, you need that person, you need that player with a bit of with a bit of nous that that is good at slowing down a ruck, you know, or. Or something. Sometimes you need that bit of dirt on the pitch. I mean, Scott's... Um, and I, I, you don't see that from Curry or, nah. or, or Underhill. I do think they are very, very good. But we seem to be a very, very bar players like Farrell and things like that. We seem to be a very um, the back row is very clean and tidy. You know, they'll just they do their job and they do it very well. Don't get me wrong. I would I would want wouldn't want to come up against that at all. But um, you know, when you do look at these, like when you're saying like Serge Betson as well, and and uh, Jamie Heaslip was great for it, or is still great for it. Like you know, just just fucking, you know, grabbing them shoelaces or just doing something that would just drive you absolutely fucking mad. Um, well, on that, then who who would you pick for your ultimate back row player? Because something I wanted to come on to next. I mean, for me, if I had to pick an all round. Fit, you know, he, he could be clean, he could be nasty, he could be quick, mobile, defensively good, attackingly good. If it's me personally, I'm going for Neil back. For me, the guy had everything. And you looked at him when he was 24 and when he was 34, and the guy was just athlete, ripped, you know, did his job, did his job well, kicked the boxes. It's a tough one, that one is, actually, because, again, like, back row, like... Like we were saying, like again, like going back to what like England with two six and a half at the moment, things like that is is you could you can you could almost do with like three different roles in mm-hmm. that. But like, oh, like I said, I really I really admire uh, George Smith. But I I don't I always go back to when I keep thinking about my favourite back row players. I always think about <laughs> Chabelle. Yeah. Just because he was he terrified me as a kid. <laughs> 
and and like and and, and like when you look at these like highlight reels and stuff and like you know some of his highlight reels are absolutely just disgusting what he did to people absolutely disgusting what he did to people and um you know for i'm not saying he had everything he definitely didn't but like his his tackling was just ridiculous like i know back back then they didn't do this um dominant tackle stat did they really um but i bet his would be absolutely through the roof and if you've got a player that can so often in a game then i just think i think that's a massive a massive part of a of a a back row player and also with the ball in hand he was he was horrendous as well wasn't he you wouldn't want him running at you um so i I'd, i'd probably go with 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 i still probably go with george my mate George, I think, but Sebastian Shabal gets special mention. So you've talked, yeah, you've talked yeah, about yeah Shabal, I'll, Shabal, go for George. I'll go for George Shabal. We've got back. Well, it's a tough one. I mean, I, 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 I really liked players like Stephen Ferris, um, and I mean he had to retire early. I, I really rated Heaslip. I think Martin Williams was sort of mm-hmm. generational. Sam Warburton mm-hmm. um, was. There's a lot of Celtic themes was, coming through. Yeah, yeah. There's a good chance of that. But then, I, I mean, um, Sergio Parise, uh, I, I oh, mean, yeah, he, he was he was outstanding. And I, I did love um, Dussetois and Betson. And, and I, I, I'd, I'd probably go with, you know, you, you've still got to look at McCaw, um, Jerry Collins. Uh, but I think I think out of all of them, just just because of the team he was playing in, I'd I'd probably go Parise just because uh, Italy he was their one shining light, if you like, uh, and and they were often on the receiving end, and he was he was yeah, uh, outstanding. I, I mean, Dwayne Vermeulen's one that probably it was very it's been very good, um, but yeah, I'd probably go Parise. He was fantastic, wasn't he? Really, I remember that game. He played a game, didn't he? Was it when they beat Wales in twenty thirteen? Um, when they beat Wales? Oh. oh, it was a long time ago, obviously, but he was just absolutely phenomenal. He was a great player, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah, um, and then just to round us off, lads. I mean, <clears throat> we've, we've mentioned it in the pods. I mean, Steve, you, you've played at being a back hey, I'd have you know so I scored a try from the centre of the kick and chase a couple of years ago so, so go stuff yourself Dave no we're not, we're not having that we're not having it if, if if you could pick any other position on the pitch that, that you could play you know be it for a season be it for a game be it you know a different position you'd have played during your career I'd run the bar pick? yeah <laughs> yeah I'm pretty good at cutting grass to be honest I, I, I mean I, I <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's 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 harsh yeah. because I, I know you say pick any other position, but being a centre and having to defend is difficult. You know, running defensive lines, um, running, learning the moves, the attacking moves, uh, fly half, full back. I, I I don't envy them. You know, positionally you've got to be great. Uh, a fly half, you you've got to try and make make where well, you run the attack uh, with 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 the scrum half and. Uh, Scrum half, just too much running, I think. Um, so I, if I had to play a position, 
I'll probably go second row just because I think it. <laughs> 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 I'll do exactly the same thing, just a bit more pushing. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, but, no, but in <laughs> fairness, I, I mean, outside the box, though, playing yeah. on the wing is is <laughs> relatively straightforward. But inside centre, you know, you've really got to boss that defence. It's a lot of responsibility. 13 um, is a rapier-like player, someone who should be cutting through the lines, showing the pace. Uh, full-back, I'd never want to play full-back. Oh, it's just... No. Uh, it's more more the fact that if I got it one side and I kicked it, I get the feeling I'd kick it straight to a player and he'd kick it over the other side. I'd be, I'd be running sideways across the pitch. My, my positioning and my kicking is awful. Um, uh, and fly off, fly off is 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 tough. Fly off mm-hmm. is tough. Um, I think more 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 more. Our fly halves, our halfbacks would do better from training in a back line a lot more. Um, and and getting some understanding with the pack. Uh, often we turn up as two separate units. If I'm being mean, um, and as I said, with the backs. You'd obviously train. So when I was playing fly off, you'd train and no other backs would show up and you'd do the backs moves on a Saturday. And I I don't think it's a healthy way to sort of build an attack or a basis for attack. So you need to be playing off a nine. The nine that's going to play Saturday as well, you need to play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so whilst... whilst uh, we're in lockdown and it's pretty pointless trying to say to everybody to get training. It is a gripe of mine that we've probably, I'm probably being unfair about because we've had so many training, but it is a gripe of mine that, that for many, many seasons, the backs don't train as much as the, uh, the forwards. So, um, uh, but, uh, I mean, I have said, this is exactly why I love you, mate, because you you're picking the, the position that you'd have liked to play the most <laughs> over the night. You, you fought outside the box and gone second row. He's no, just gone straight to captain mode, as, 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 as I said, as I said, it's probably a bit unfair Island this time leader. because we have had. <laughs> I mean, like we've had we've had Fat Connor down, we've had Skinny Connor down. Um, you know, we've had we've had we've had we've had lots of backs down. Even Sam Foley's bloody been training, you know. Um, and it's 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 unfair of me really to, to to really dig into them at the moment. But in yeah, in the past in the past five in the past five years, anyway. having an entire backline down training is 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 something that's that's scarce. It's a rarity. Yeah. It's a rarity. Um, but in the same sense, we it's... when we've got all the pack there, we get the scrum machine out once, or we do line outs a couple of times. We we need to get it. We need to find a balance with it somehow. But um, we get everybody functioning, get team run throughs, and I mean to be honest, we're only amateur. We're training twice a week, if that. But you know, it it, it all needs. If we want have serious uh, like goals of promotion and and all this sort of stuff. Uh, well, we need to play rugby for one thing, um, but we 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 do need like just just that commitment, I think, and 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 get everybody uh, sort of singing off the same hymn sheet. So that 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 that, that, that so, so you're going from choosing my position to so second, yeah, row, yeah, second row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, as I say, 
So second row, second row, and everybody else play high. Uh, I mean, I, I, I agree um, with what, Steve. What about you, Jim? I, it's, I wouldn't want to play. I've I played in the backs uh, a few times out of necessity, um, injuries or whatever and, and whatnot. And that's just due to being captain now, actually, more than anything, just saying I'll do it. But um, there's nowhere to hide in the backs, which is why I'd hate it. Because if you are having that off day in the forwards, you know you can you can hide behind Digger or something. You know you can you can there's there's because there's a few people doing similarish jobs. Um, if you're having that off day, it's not such a big deal. Whereas if you're if you're playing, you know, inside centre and you've got a monster running at you constantly, uh, and you ain't feeling it. You get found out, don't you? If you're not cut, cutting those lines as outside centre, if you're if you're a fullback and they keep mm-hmm. pinging balls at you, and you're and you drop a few, the pressure's on. Um, so I definitely wouldn't want to play. I just I don't envy the backs. On a good day, they look great. They, 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 if they're running with the ball and the forwards are giving them, you know, um, good, good, clean ball and everything, everything's all easy. They look great, don't they? And, and anybody watching the game can say, "Oh, look how fantastic these players look," and they don't notice the forwards. But on a bad day, man, you get found out um, so so quickly. And uh, like I said, in the in the forwards, you can you can hide from that. So I wouldn't necessarily go second row. I'd probably I if I'd slip from probably six to seven. Um so if I could play anywhere else it'd probably be seven. I mean I was gonna say, yeah, you're right about that. You can't hide in, in the backs. I mean I can we played Clibbury and we had uh, one of our, our sort of he came across as a new player and I I mean I won't name him, but uh he was insistent on how good he was. And I, I don't think he made a single tackle that game. And then I you know that uh, no, 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 that was that was another game. That was. Um, yeah. there, there was, um, uh, and it, there was an instance with this lad. We we played him on the wing that game, uh, but he was insistent he was a full back, and you'd watch the ball bounce, and and he'd find himself, you know, playing first team rugby can be quite quite a challenge, can't it? And uh, uh, mm. you. As soon as you're a fullback and you watch that ball bounce, and you know you know that one where it hits the floor and bounces away from you straight into the arms of the of the winger sort of thing, and you just you know that's on you because that's your fullback role, isn't it? Is to be in those positions yeah. for that. It's 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 not fun. And uh, I mean, I've thrown an interception as a forward, and you sort of like, ah, oh, you should be passing it. You should be just running it in. Uh, it's worse when you're in the backs because as soon as you know there's no backs to chase in town, nothing like that. It's it's horrible. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think for mine, I mean, I was I don't know if I'll call it lucky or unfortunate. Really. Um, my last year at college, for, for whatever reason, all of our backs just seemed to be either be injured, disappeared, or, or, or shagging. So we never had any backs. Um, so I spent a season uh, between... You were, and we, we, were you not pretty enough to be shagging? Um, is, that, is that what it is? That's why you're in the forward. I, I can't believe that you got into college. <laughs> yeah. 100%, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, uh, yeah, as, as you've alluded to, defensively, I hated it. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, particularly when I was at 15, I, I was a kicking 15 and not a running 15. Um, but um, 
13, I have to say, I absolutely loved. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and it was just one of them that I wouldn't mind playing there again if I could. Obviously, I've done it again. I wouldn't mind it being a 13. Um, but, I, you know, I wouldn't ever pretend I had the pace or the step good enough for it to play any higher than third team bargain basement clubs. You know what I mean? I'd never be able to play any higher playing there because I just wouldn't be good enough. So but second row then? I, I quite enjoyed it and I quite enjoyed <laughs> it for what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's firmly three second rows flash the blind side if we really had to. Uh, um, but lads, um, that, that round is lovely this week. Um, really, really appreciate you coming on and having Sorry. a good laugh. And, uh, no problem. I'll see you all. Yep. Having a chat. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>